0: 800 next step, that's 1 800 639 8783, or text next step to 53342. New York, call the 24 7 Hope Line at one eight seven seven eight 8 Hope and Y, or text Hope and Y four six seven three six nine. 369. Oh my god, it's so cold. It's such a cold open right now. Hey, what's up? I'm Zach Harper from Count the Dinks, one of the hosts of CinePhobe. You hear me on the mailbag, you see me on the athletic, you hear me on SiriusXM NBA Radio, SiriusXM Mad Dog Sports Radio, and a bunch of podcasts from The Athletic. But right now, I'm letting you know that if this is the first time you are finding out that Cinephobe did the movie Money Train starring Woody Harrelson, Wesley Snipes, Jennifer Lopez, Robert Blake, buddy, you're out of your mind. This isn't the first part of the episode. This is a two-part episode and this is part two. You messed up. So go back in the Cinephobe feed And check out part one so you're caught up, so you know what the cast was, the director, the writer, the budget, the tagline, how it did at the box office, what the reviews are, negative and positive. Are you a half-glass-full kind of guy, half-glass-empty kind of guy? Whatever that was, we had the review for you, and we're joined by Roy Bellamy from The Levitard Show with Stu Gotts. Roy, one of their fantastic producers, joined us. He loves this movie. He's all in on talking about this movie. He's got a lot of issues with this movie. He's got a lot of stuff he likes with this movie. And we got into all of that in part one. We got introduced to everything. You know, Woody Harrelson's kind of a fuck-up. You know, Wesley Snipes, the the foster brother of Woody Harrelson. Spoiler alert. And see, you should listen to part one. It would be a spoiler for you. And so now, they're going to get into the nitty-gritty of this movie. The heist. The money train. Will they get the money? Will they not? Find out with Zach, that's me, with Amin, with Maze, with Roy, right here on part two of the two-part episode of Cinephobe's Money Train.
1: I could not imagine spending three hours on something that I didn't like after 10 minutes. You don't like it. You are a weird individual to keep watching. (laughs) <laughs> what are you nuts? You dedicated a week of your life to dislike something? Get a hobby, knit something, go for a walk.
2: Previously on CinePhobe. How am I supposed to go back to the me before all of this pain?
3: Excuse me. We're new in town, and we've never had sex before. Would you give us
1: a hand? I would have rather seen his cock.
0: way, Bobby! This episode in this movie exists. You bet your sweet
3: ass I saw a lawnmower, man. Oh, Teddy. Teddy. I'll call some guys from my neck of the woods. We're not talking, Brooke, about a couple of queens who know a few grapples. We're talking about Polawks that don't have a goddamn future.
1: You have a stupid heart and a stupid... A regular
3: Einstein.
0: You think I'm a cow, and you're wrong? I'm not a coward. You're the coward. I'm not a coward. I
1: love cocaine. I do it
0: all the
2: time. I'm sorry, you guys. I don't mean fag-like
3: homosexual. I mean fag-like retard.
0: I got nukes shooting out of my dick right now. I've got so many nukes. Dick nukes. I mean,
3: look at this buffet of ass. Mouth to dildo, dildo to ass, ass to ass. Hi, Branch. Anal bees. I'm the goddamn talent,
1: Baze. Look, Gene, I've never told anyone this before.
3: My head!
1: But I can suck my own dick. I do it A lot 1038 This movie is
2: shit You don't know shit Holy Holy shit bro
1: I had the same note too I swear to God Both of you guys are the biggest fucking liars in the world Had it had it had
0: it You should Have saved this for the train
1: Alright Au revoir Lubin Lisa Solide Oh I mean Why don't you just be like a regular person And dream about regular threesomes Like cones? Give me some soul kisses baby Hey beautiful Oh! Zang. Oh! Oh! my god!
2: I can't indulge this comparison to a person that I mean may or may not know
1: in a movie that has nothing to do with this podcast. That's some 20th century shit, bitch. We will tangle ass. Say hi to your mother for me. And you will lose. What's the end game? Okay, now everyone's dead. What is fucking Spence from Ballers? Who cares what the end game is?
2: Garbage! Yeah. Bye. Claro
0: grace playing pinball
2: orders two jacks and two beers she is aggressively humping that pinball machine got to man you got to tilt that thing it just made me think of bad santa
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I gotta say though, i mean after a work day like that you go straight to the bar
0: i think so because i think the risk there roy is if you go home first you're probably staying home right like i think once you hit that couch. It's, a, it's over after you've been in a fight and been in a chase and everything. I think that's too, I think that's asking a lot. I think you gotta go straight to the bar.
3: Man, I got liquor at the house, so I'll stay
0: home. Oh. I mean, that's the cheaper, smarter option, unless you try to get JLo. Then you gotta go yeah. to the bar.
1: Well, you just like, chasing the mind.
0: <laughs> he brings the shot, says it's a little
2: heavy, so she should drink carefully, and she downs that shot. Yeah, Wesley's just mansplaining how alcohol works,
0: he's mansplaining Jack. Did he, oh, he think that that was the first time she's ever had hard alcohol? She's Jenny from the Black Cop.
1: <laughs> As a cop.
0: She, she was born in. Uh, he says not to beat herself up about the torch getting away. Booth clerk's going to be fine. She delivers some lines pretty poorly here. Uh, they both take their jobs very seriously. Now they're flirting. There's Flirty. tension.
1: So question. Have you ever had relations with someone you work with? This oh my is God, a. Yes. It's so a hard and fast Amin rule. Don't I don't do it. Oh, it's a terrible it.
0: idea, but I've done it a lot. A I mean, lot, It's HR violation. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm not saying I'm going to get them fired if they don't.
3: I never do that.
2: Yeah, it's a terrible idea. I dated one for three years, and now we still work together. It's great. Oh, wow, Maze. Oh, man. Wow. Is it awkward?
0: Yes. <laughs> the delight <laughs> the delight that Amin has in Maze's breakup. <laughs> It's, it's odd. You don't shit where you eat, man. Is it? Isn't it? I shit where I eat. <laughs> I shit where I eat too many times in my life. It's not a good decision, but you know, to quote the great James from Showgirls, I mean, I got a problem with pussy. <laughs> Charlie interrupts, gives her a rose. John says he probably stole it. We get some banter with Charlie and John as he goes to banter. get some beers. Wesley talks about how Woody is broke. Woody says Wesley is gay. Banter. Some guy asks John how it feels to be brothers with a white guy. That opens up for some black guy exposition, as I say. Uh, Yes,
3: yes. I got something I gotta do. All
0: right, stay black, man. Yeah, man. Ain't got no choice. Grace leaves in a cab. The guys are apoplectic. They sing Amazing Grace as she leaves.
2: Transit twins. The night's
0: a puppy.
1: I'm going to start saying that.
0: Don't say that. That's awful.
1: The night's a puppy? That's a great way of saying the night is young.
0: There's a reason you haven't heard it since 1995. It's terrible. I'm bringing it back. We get exposition that the mom isn't alive. Uh, We get some
1: shit-talking banter about who will win. I call this scene, White men can't jump, but they can exposition.
2: My ceiling is always your floor. (laughs) Well, move out the motherfucking building then. I happen happen to to like like the motherfucking motherfucking building. building. Then what's your complaint? They're about to maybe fight, and this is a saying that I like
0: Wesley Snipes using, and I have tried to use it, in playful fight situations with friends before, where he says, I'm over here, you're over there. Ain't nothing between us but the motherfucking air. I like that. It's got a way it with words. It's
3: nice. It rhymes. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's got a good
1: cadence to it. They get run up on by Lawrence Gilliard, a.k.a. D'Angelo Barksdale, and I wrote, Jesus, how old is he? Because he looks exactly the same. I've always thought he was, like, a younger actor when he was. But I guess this is, what, four years, five years before I was, The Wire? I was staggered. I was like, No. The wire was like two thousand and two the wire was post 9/11, So that's Oh, seven that's years. right.
0: Okay, yeah, so seven years.
1: Seven years, right? Like and he looks exactly the same. And he was in The Deuce, which is the HBO show that was about 42nd Street and how it transformed from sex shops or whatever to the kind of Disneyland that it is now. And he's in that and he looks the same. Uh who was the actress that we we're saying that we were really impressed by? She was in Johnny B. Good. And I'm like, oh my God, how old is she? Because if she's in Johnny B. Good playing, the head coach's wife. Jennifer Tilly. Jennifer Tilly and Lawrence Gillard win the award for, you guys are a lot older than I thought you were.
0: We also have Flex
3: Alexander.
1: No, he was the other guy?
3: He's the other dude. Oh, I didn't notice. This is before homeboys from outer space. Homeboys in outer space, I guess. Wait, let me look it up. Oh my
1: I think it's right around the same time.
3: Yeah, it's a year before homeboys in outer
0: space. <laughs> wow. Wow. Wow! <laughs> file. We no, we're
3: not doing TV, it's but file.
1: Sitting above the TV series. <laughs> we got a spin-off re- podcast.
3: There's going to be a lot of Owen Wilson drops uh, from maze in this one. I just realized how many times I just said "Wow" in this podcast. Yeah. So it's got to be a lot. It's it got to be a, a lot. lot. <laughs> wow! I sort of got screwed on the old bedroom selection. Every room's like four times as big as mine. Wow. Wow! Look at this. Do you know what this means? Wow! You're in good company. Ah. Wow. That's great. It's great to give something back like that. I'd love to find time to do some volunteer work.
2: Are you guys insane? Do you understand that it's a disease? (laughs)
3: Wow, and how'd that affect you with guys? Do they not want to get busy with you? Wow, this is a nice boat. Flippers and all, wow. Wow. Wow, they feel really nice. Oh man, I feel like wow. Oh, that's beautiful. Wow, it looks
0: great. Charlie and John pull their guns out, and we have a standoff. Now they're arguing about which one is at fault here. They turn their guns on each other. What, you gonna blame this shit on me, too? Oh, this is definitely
3: your fault. Oh, it's my fault? Who was watching
0: I the street? I can't believe
1: this. I got to my go out like this. My back was to the
3: street. Charlie, I'm so Stop sick kind of to your to everything on me, hug. Because this one definitely is your fault. I don't care who calls shit. Just, call just give it up! You calling me a fuck up? I didn't call you fuck a fuck you, up. Man. I can tell you. What do you mean, fuck me? Fuck you! Yo, fuck you! Fuck you! What the fuck you talking about? Fuck you! I'm busting I'm, I'm robbing your motherfucking ass! Yo, man, Give up your you shit! Yo, i tell you what. I'll get the shoes. Don't worry about it. Over Yo, here! You oh, right. no, no, I no, got them. I'll, I'll shoot this. you in your you good eye, my man. Stick up, motherfucker! No, i I, stand 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 I feel you so full on. of holes. You look like chocolate Swiss cheese, man. What the fuck is wrong with y'all, man? I should have put a cap in your ass when you took my Garth Brooks record. That's crazy. What about when you took my ice cream record? Ice Q! Ice Q, Ice tube, ice pick, ice cap.
0: Yo, this I'm
2: white. How should I know? sick. This is a great scene. It works. They leave. John
0: says to go for it with grace. He'll get out of the way. Hope she makes him happy.
3: It's a great way to get out of a robbery right there. Good way to get out of a robbery.
2: Call that the bolo defense. Do you think that would work? You out crazy the crazy. I don't know, man. If you have guns, maybe.
0: Yeah, if you have guns, definitely. Now we have John and Charlie riding back up on the money train. Hank Schrader is there. Repeat offender. Then I wrote the guy from Just Shoot Me that Amin thought was the Ripper and Last Action Hero and <laughs> looks nothing like him. <laughs> Wow. No. <laughs> Looks nothing like him. I cannot stress enough. Exactly like him. The racism that it means is <laughs> two bald white men. <laughs> That's it. Grace is there too. There's a lot of testosterone in that train. We find out the money train takes in three or four million dollars a night around that time of year. Exposition. Charlie's drooling. He's making mental notes. There's a construction tunnel on the route. One of the guards starts pushing John and they're in a shoving match, and we get another. You're not gonna hit him. Why? Because I'm gonna hit him. Charlie punches the guy this time. Grace takes down another dude. John is just throwing money bags at a guy. Cut to Robert Blake in the command center office with all three of them. Wife, girlfriend, sister, a white brother, a black brother, and a Latino sister, which not the correct gender use there. By the way. Method actor? <laughs> he is method acting his ass off <laughs> He dismisses her from the meeting in a racist I, manner. Says those, these guys have their nuts in a ringer.
1: As he's walking past, your wife, your girlfriend, I wrote something racist is coming down the pipe. I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what, what angle he's going to take. But I knew there was something racist coming down the pipe. Something
2: racist this way it comes. <laughs> <laughs> There's money missing from
0: the train. $25,000 missing. Blake knows Charlie's in debt from gambling. Then the meeting's interrupted. They found the money. It was another guard. Blake says they can go, but he doesn't apologize. Charlie asks whatever happened to that money train model from his desk. He says, you're right on the edge. You're a wreck looking for someplace to happen. I'll be there, and I'll fuck, fuck you dead. dead. <laughs> and
2: I wrote, tension? Smash cut to Woody and Wesley arguing about what fuck you dead means. <laughs> <laughs> you
3: think he wants to fuck us before we're dead or fuck us after we're dead? Well, no, I understood it, that when we're dead, that's when he wants to fuck us. Either way, it's a pain in the ass, man. Oh, man, fuck that. <laughs> yeah, really. Fuck him. I mean thinking I stole the money. That's insulting.
0: Charlie's putting together a plan for if they rob the money train. Spotting where the construction spot was, empties into the park, John says it'll never work. They're talking out at a bar and fantasizing. At one point, Charlie says, I'm black and I'm proud.
3: Yeah. I got a question about that. You think they use that in the trailer? Moody saying, I'm black and I'm proud?
0: I kind of remember that, but I don't know if I remember that from the trailer or just from the movie, but I think they do.
3: Yeah, that seems like a clear... Yeah, you got to cut that up for the trailer. That just seems... Pretty obvious to me.
0: It's too good. Yeah, it's too good for like to have Woody Harrelson saying that to Wesley Snipes. Like it's just that's the banter they're trying to sell.
3: Exactly. We all get a good laugh. Ah ha ha! This movie has some laughs in it. Yay! Go on and watch it. Actually, yeah, you get laughs
0: in it. Like ah, oh, look, two sides coming together. You know, black and white. We can all live in harmony. Like you know they're selling the American dream here. Ebony, ivory. Yeah, yeah, that sort of thing. Yeah. They're gonna become cruise people or buy an island, Mali, Bali, or Tahiti. Any of the e islands.
2: If you become a millionaire... Yeah, 3 to $4 million.
0: Are you becoming a cruise person? No. no. Now, cruises are not a part of my... I've never been on a cruise. I know, obviously, Roy, in South Florida, it's a regular thing. Like, it sounds like you guys have talked about on, on Levitard's show often about just, like, random cruises. Like, is that just kind of a spur of the moment? Like, hey, we're going to take a day cruise kind of thing?
3: Sometimes, but if you're, like, a Billy Gill or a Greg Cody, you are... Just waiting for the day. You're in it like, it, like they're in that that life, right? Yes, they are. And the next time you see me on a boat, best believe there's gonna be a drink package situation because <laughs> I, I'm gonna be trapped on that thing. Well, yeah, wow. I don't trust them. Like I would have to be really drunk at all times. Mm-hmm, absolutely, walking around <laughs> looking like Woody and Wesley
2: faking like <laughs> right <exactly. laughs> They're just prepping us for the sequel, Money Boat. Uh, wow. Honeybees! Oh my god, <laughs> got lightheaded thinking about that. You're talking about international waters. Let's make it real, baby. So they got transferred. They get transferred to the Port Authority. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yes, they are. Maybe they got promoted to the port authority. I don't know. I don't know how that works. <laughs> Charlie says New Year's New Year's Eve is the biggest day to do it. The money will be fat because of Yo MTV Raps. Uh, <laughs> that breaks John's concentration. Says to come back down to earth. They're not going to rob the money train. John sees Grace then dancing by herself in the courtyard behind the bar. What? He starts dancing with her. What? She's. <laughs> It's it was too hot inside. It's December in New York. Why are we going outside the dance? It's gonna be so cold out there. Like I get maybe walking outside for a second. There's no way she's just dancing out there outside bars. Like it's gotta be like 15 degrees, 20 degrees. She's just in a turtleneck. This is stupid. Why is
3: she going outside
0: this is so forced. That part is actually the least believable part of this movie to me, like where I was angry.
2: Yes, one
0: hundred percent. Yes, but heat was generated though.
3: all right that's
0: that's fair he is generated between the two of them because they are oh man they're flirting their ass off now a slow song comes on he claims he doesn't dance to slow music then he slides up to her her gun was poking both of them it breaks the moment a bit then they get back into
2: it put your stuff to the back you put your stuff to the back he starts (laughs) to go
0: for a kiss and then holds off goes back inside
2: fuck is this scene man what the fuck
1: here's the thing about this scene he's actually from the Bronx. So he was born in Orlando, Florida, but he moved as a child to the Bronx, grew up in the Bronx, and went to the LaGuardia High School for performing arts. Wesley Snipes was actually like classically trained as an actor. He ended up moving back to Orlando and graduating high school from there before being discovered, I think, in Wildcats. Later on, he was in Martin Scorsese's bad video for Michael Jackson
3: king of new york he want to yes. do
1: next so i say all this to say that Wesley Snipes is a really weird Venn diagram of someone who is a martial artist like black belt in several different disciplines while also being a classically trained actor someone who you know went to school for this and that gives you this weird confluence of an action star who can actually act and that's why Wesley Snipes is one of the most underrated actors in the history of cinema. What does that have to do with this scene? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, because c- in the scene it, when he comes out and she's dancing,
2: he says they're from the Bronx. Yeah, and so is J Lo. Look, I don't want to profile
0: here, but Amin seems wildly impressed that Wesley Snipes, a black man, can dance.
1: No, no, no. It's because he said I'm from the Bronx, and I was like, wait a second, is he from the Bronx? Or, like, where is he from? And that's when I went in the rabbit hole of, like, Wesley Snipes' early life. He's actually literally from the Bronx. He's not playing a character who's from the Bronx. He is actually from the Bronx.
2: As he's leaving, he sees Charlie bring Grace a frozen margarita in December. Pina colada, Zach. Come on. That's a frozen margarita. Talking about island, Zach. What? He says, I got you a pina colada. He didn't say that. I don't believe that. Next morning, Charlie. I will fight you. Sounds racist to me.
0: Yeah, that does sound racist. I agree. I thought it was a racist move by Charlie. In a pretty racist movie, it turns out. Charlie (laughs) jumps on John's bed to wake him up. John pulls a gun on him. Charlie has an upsetting ponytail in this scene, and he's been out all night with Grace. John's bed
3: is in the middle of the room, which I find deeply disturbing. The other thing I want to point out is, uh, since you brought up hair, is Woody Harrelson's hair in this movie is quite ridiculous. It was a mistake for him to go that route. Yeah, it was bad. It was really bad. Does he ever have good hair? No, but... Well,
0: I mean, it's fine and it's fine. And white men can't jump.
3: Yeah. It's like good, but it's
0: in. fine, right? Yeah, like him with long hair is not a good look.
3: No. No. It looked like he was wearing fake extensions on top of a balding head. <laughs> you won't tell john how the night went with grace a
0: gentleman never tells cut to john hitting a heavy bag in the police gym grace walks in she wants to go a few rounds with him in the ring i wrote i bet she does another totally logical makes complete sense scene (laughs) says not to go easy on her she's really punching him and wants to talk about last night wants to talk two of them and not charlie he says it's because of charlie She says that she heard he's kind of a fuck up. And that's when John
2: unleashes on her and knocks her down. Then he's mad at himself for punching her. Sexual attention. (laughs) A lot of attention. This is boxing exposition. See, because whenever you say something bad about Woody, Wesley gets mad. He gets mad. It triggers him. She
0: wants to know about the two of them still. She then punches him back. He laughs. Says, this could get painful. She says, hey love hurts love triangle yeah all right charlie's leaving work john wants to talk to him gives him an envelope full of money it's the 15k that he needs been saving it for a rainy day and it's raining says to handle his affairs with it john wants to talk tomorrow night about something on the train and a little old lady is walking through the subway car she knocks into
3: charlie he makes sure she's okay what a smooth old lady before we go on i I just want to ask this question you think that Wesley paid off Woody with the $15,000 so he could be with J-Lo. Oh, (laughs) I hadn't considered that.
0: Oh, that's like a guilt-free, like, let me get you out of trouble here. But by the way, I'm going to take this
3: girl. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the case. I think that's the case.
0: It's almost a dowry of sorts, which would then make Charlie Grace's father? Is that how that works? I don't
2: think so. That's probably that's how much guilt costs 15 grand. That's pretty affordable to me. (laughs) I gotta say that shit better last. Yeah, it lasted
3: up until that old woman took, <laughs> met up with him. <laughs> so, she,
0: so Charlie's on the train, sees a, a guy get his wallet stolen, handcuffs the guy, gives him his wallet back, and says to keep his wallet in his jacket, starts patting down his jacket, and that envelope is gone. And he sees it's the old woman. She walks away spryly, and the
2: door's closed. He can't run after her. That money is gone. Silver Fox. So is this old woman actually a young woman in disguise? Oh, great question. That's a great question.
0: A lot of makeup. Yeah, that'd be heavy makeup. That'd be a lot of prosthetics. Like, I think you can just kind of... I mean, she's kind of acting her ass off in her daily life, if that's what she's doing.
2: Oh, the old woman's killing it.
0: Yeah, she's doing great. Grace shows up at John's play. She says, round two, they're going to fuck. Charlie shows up to the cabaret club with bad guys, tries to explain that he had the money, but someone dipped him. Terrible idea. Yeah, awful idea.
2: They didn't give you a timeline. Why go explain it to them? Exactly.
0: They beat the shit out of him as Grace and
2: John Fuck. This is a really weird cross-cutting scene.
0: And then I wrote, whoa, (laughs) she's actually topless. She must not have thought she'd be a mega famous star. Do you think she would take back this semi-nude scene? Because I don't think she's been
3: topless in any other movie. I mean this is right after in living color too, right? Yes. I gotta tell you though, Woody's having the he's having a very rough day and wrestling's over here having a time of his life, man. What a yeah, what a knife of Wesley. <laughs> yeah, Wesley's Wesley's having a
0: great, great day. And <laughs> Woody's having a he's going through it. He's having a tough one.
1: <laughs> when he's having the love scene with Jennifer Lopez, I put the note at a boy, bye. <laughs>
0: Charlie walks back to John's place. He's beating his battered. He walks in there, sees Grace in bed with John. John wakes up briefly, sees Charlie peering through the glass. Super awkward eye contact. John gets up, runs after him in a robe. I wrote, yes, I mean, we've had the robe conversation many times on this podcast now. Charlie says he knew it was going on the whole time. He's happy for them. They're brothers. John asks about the money and Mr. Brown. Charlie says he lost the money, but what else is new? And I wrote John is taking this surprisingly well, but now with Roy's theory that he gave him the 15 K so that he could go after JLo. That's why it seems he took it so well that now that makes more sense. That reaction. See right here. (laughs) Jeez. Grace is posing as a token clerk. Now cops look obvious undercover all over the place. John's on the lookout. Charlie shows up. John smells alcohol on Charlie's breath says he's drunk. Charlie says he just didn't brush this morning. John tells him to go home, and that's when the torch shows up, but he sees all the undercover cops. Charlie wants to explain what happened with the money. He got dipped. John says don't lie to him. A lie is a lie is a lie. Torch walks the platform and shoves a guy in front of an oncoming train. Cops think somebody fell. They're all going to go check on what happened. Charlie will keep an eye on Grace. Then he takes his eyes off of her as the torch walks up. He sprays her with gasoline. He remembers
2: her. That's his scent she's wearing. It's kind of a creepy line, but it's also a great line. He says he doesn't want the money again. Is he trying to get in on the love triangle too? That's the
1: question I had throughout the movies. What's this guy's end game?
2: Fantastic question. He just likes chaos, apparently, because he's not a very good villain. He just randomly lights some booze on fire. He's got this sweet ass gasoline rig and that's all he does with it. I mean, it's not like you, you wonder like, what's the end game for Jason worries. Like then you're
0: wondering what it is for this torch guy. Like, I don't know that he needs an endgame. He might just be fucking
1: crazy. Look, I thought it was kind of going to be set up for a bigger kind of, this was the main arch nemesis of the movie. And instead, it turned out he's just some random dude who appears, sets places on fire, and then just disappears.
2: Yep. Random sub-boss. There's like three arch nemesis in this movie. Right. Robert Blake. There's the torch. And, and then there's, there's just the money train. The guy that
0: Woody
1: lost the, the lost smoking oh, yeah. game to. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Brown. I was going to say the train is a nemesis, too. <laughs> yeah, that's um, true. That's four. There we go. And the old lady. And the old lady.
3: Shit. Oh, the yeah, the old lady. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Also, the bartender's kind of a dick, if you ask me. I mean, he's just doing he's his right. job,
3: wiping the bar now. Doesn't really laugh
0: at Woody's joke. I thought Woody's joke was funny. Well, that's later, though. Sorry. Spoiler alert. Future callback. All right. Yeah, future callback. <laughs> Charlie finally sees the torch on her. He starts firing his weapon into a public area where yeah, there are we're innocent not. bystanders everywhere. They we drunk. Well, drunk. We have another chase. He gets to the streets. They're after him. Torch is running like a drunk. For some reason, Charlie fires a warning shot into the air outside, and it frightens a horse, which then starts barreling down on two kids on the street. Charlie runs and tackles the kids out of the way. That was stupid.
3: That, that, was, <laughs> that was that was that was, stupid. that was that was that was dumb. That, that honestly pissed me off. That, that he was really. really... He's a horrible cop. Yes, he is. He's reckless. Reckless. Well, he'd probably be walking the beat on today's streets right now. (laughs) He might be a captain by now. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, Torch runs back down the subway steps. He takes off down a tunnel,
0: searching slowly with his gun drawn. Torch hits him with a metal pipe. Torch tries to gas John. John grabs the pipe. Torch grabs the gun says you see what happens when you play with fire and west says yeah you get burned he Ooh. slams the pipe against the metal covering on the ground it sparks a flame with the gas <laughs> torch goes in flames i wrote no fucking way <laughs> this is not how science works science i need a
2: Mythbusters on this now that is not how science works at all you just bang a metal pipe on metal covered in gasoline boom torch runs at him john tosses him train comes through and smokes torch yeah it's not enough that he was completely engulfed in flames with his backpack full of gasoline he had to get hit by a train too
0: now charlie's sitting on the platform blake shows up and says he created a shitstorm. scolds him recklessly for firing his gun he'll help get him out of it he just has to ask for help it's your badge your life your call then won't let charlie get up he wants him to do it from down there charlie says kiss my fucking ass you kiss it Goodbye. Which, again, I don't understand his authority.
3: <laughs> well, he just fired <laughs> him. So <laughs> now apparently he's, he's, you know. he's a superior officer. That's what I found out. <laughs>
0: uh, John tries to mediate, and Blake says Charlie's a fuck-up. John threatens him. Hold me back. Says, Go ahead. Take a bite out of me. You'll be licking your asshole for a month to get the taste out of your mouth. What? And I wrote,
3: what? How
1: kind of saying is that? That's one of those lines I had in there. I was like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. That's the most insane line of the movie.
2: How do you guys feels
0: today? Let me tell you feels is a better way to be. Our premium CBD will keep your head clear and help you feel your best. It reduces anxiety. It reduces pain. It reduces sleeplessness. Feels naturally helps reduce stress. Anxiety, pain, sleeplessness places a few drops under your tongue and feel the difference within minutes. Are you new to CBD? Well, Feels offers a free CBD hotline to help guide you through the experience. Me, personally, had a couple of restless nights during this whole pandemic, wasn't sleeping great, did a couple of Feels uh, the next day, boom, out like a light that night. You know, get a little joint pain because I'm getting up there in age, a little feel CBD under the tongue, boom, joint pain gone. Greatly reduced. It's so easy to use, it's so good for you, it's just the better way to do your life right now. It will naturally help you feel better and there's no high, there's no hangover, there's no addiction. You can join the Feels community, get the Feels delivered to your door every single month. You'll save money on every order and you can pause or cancel at any time. Become a member and get 50% off your first order. 50% off. It has me feeling my very best every day, and it helped help you, too. 50% off your first order with free shipping by going to feels.com slash ding. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash ding. Become a member. 50% off, taken automatically off your first order with the free shipping. That's feels.com slash ding.
1: I also want to point out, by the way, the sad guitar that's playing, it's eww! That's a staple of buddy cop movies. When something has gone wrong with a <laughs> protagonist, we hear that sad oh, yeah. guitar. Yeah. Lethal Weapon
3: made that famous.
1: Yes, it absolutely.
3: Is. Eric Clapton. Yeah. Was it Eric Clapton? It was Eric Clapton. Yeah. In Lethal Weapon? Yeah. Yeah, it was Eric Clapton. He Jesus worked with Christ. the guy that uh, did the the music for Die Hard and. Hey, Look man, it up king of this trivia shit jesus blake fires
0: john too <laughs> charlie tries to side with john and talk shit about blake and john says no fuck you charlie says it won't work out this time john says they're not brothers get the fuck out of his
2: life is it the send of the second act guys <laughs> are the brothers having a, a tough time are they down on their luck they not like each other anymore will they bring it back together who knows Let's see. enemies become
1: friends and friends become enemies <laughs> <laughs>
0: Charlie's drunk at the bar, asks the bartender why people don't
2: skydive because it scares the shit out of their dogs. Then he gets cut off. He's asking for Jägermeister.
1: Yeah.
2: My problem is you're interfering with me at the embryo stage of a bender.
1: I like that line too.
2: I like that, yeah. Yeah. You like alternative terms for... The night is a puppy. Jesus. <laughs> if he Christ said puppy stage of a bender, you would have <laughs> liked that too, huh?
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Charlie goes to the bathroom. Mr. Brown's henchmen are there and they want the money. Mr. Brown says he won't kill him. They can't keep beating him up because he doesn't. It doesn't have an effect on him. He's being forced to threaten the life of John, and then he throws a hearty R ER about John for no reason. He sure did. I know, well, I guess the reason is the reason is racism. That is the reason. <laughs> <laughs> it seems to be, that kind of solved my own riddle there. He gets home, sees the model train, wants to get serious about scouting this money train. Montage of recon. Bartender shows up at John's place. Warns him about the trouble Charlie's in. John goes to the strip
1: club. So, so I just want to ask this question. Does any bartender in the world know where you guys live? No. 20th century, bitch. Yeah. One. <laughs> One does. There's a bartender that knows where you live, at. Yes. Wow, boy.
3: But you know what? I take that back. Well, she doesn't know where I live, but I know where she lives because she's a friend of mine and a friend of her friends who lives in the same neighborhood. So... Yes.
2: Yeah. I'm friends with the owner of my bar that's in my neighborhood.
1: I'm I, Me too. I'm friends with bar owners. I don't know of a single bartender who knows where I live, though, enough to and comfortable enough to show up, knock on my door. Hey, uh, what's up with your brother? Like, what are you doing here?
0: Yeah, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say I have that situation where it would be like, all right, I think someone's in trouble here. I needed to come talk to you. That's not the situation. Well, Wesley
3: kind of greeted him pretty nicely at the door. Like, hey, Frank. Hey, yeah, yeah right. Like, this is a regular thing. Like, he just – Frank just pops in all the time.
2: Yeah. Is Frank from the Bronx too?
0: Everyone's from the Bronx in this movie. He walks into the basement area of the strip club. John takes down the big bodyguard. He goes to the locker room, yells at Mr. Brown, beats the shit out of another one. He takes down another one of the henchmen, which is a guy from Too Fast, Too Furious. He was also in The Departed, so he's a repeat offender. Mr. Brown slashes the face of one of his guards accidentally, and I wrote, that is going to be a big time, my bad, later on. You,
3: know? <laughs> you got big balls, I'll cut them off for you.
1: By the way, this strip club has a full kitchen, like a gourmet <laughs> kitchen down yeah. there. And somehow the stripper's locker room is even deeper inside than the kitchen is. They got to walk through the kitchen downstairs in order to come up to the main stage.
2: That's just great planning
1: also while wesley is fighting and he's fighting mr brown he slaps the shit out of him yeah. <laughs> he does. like the, he's fighting everyone's punches and kicks and stuff but mr brown he slaps the shit out of him and finally mr brown obviously drops the m-bomb and wesley says who you call a nigga and then roundhouse kicks him and high school Amin was so stoked at that scene <laughs> i, I had to, one of those ones that stayed with me for decades. Like, oh, yeah,
3: you tell him, Wesley.
1: <laughs>
0: Cut to Charlie, cutting open some sewer grates on the night of the robbery. He heads down to the subway as John shows up to the bar. Bartender has a rap gift for John. It's from Charlie. Grace is there. The gift is a model train. John is mad he's going to do it. Tells Grace that Charlie's going to rob the money train, which I wrote snitch. Yeah. says that she says Blake's gonna kill him if he catches him. Uh, she says that he's the only family Charlie has. And then my next note: Wesley Snipes loves to ride a motorcycle.
2: Yeah, did he have a motorcycle before in this movie, <laughs> or is it just for this scene? No, did he have a motorcycle with Drop zone. Yes, and he rides a motorcycle in Passenger Fifty Seven.
0: Right, I think there's a scene where he rides a motorcycle in that one too. Charlie gets underneath the stop money train, blow torches open the grate to sneak in there. John is riding his motorcycle through Times Square on New Year's Eve. Seems like really bad routing. Attaboy,
3: Bobby! <laughs>
0: John gets in the train, puts it in motion, throws the conductor off of it. He's getting away. John rides to the crowd, then rides down the subway stairs, through the gate, through the walkway, then down the escalator, drives onto the tracks and into
2: the tunnel. The money train's been stolen. What? The money train's been stolen. Robert Blake is wearing the hell out of that hat and tuxedo, though. Oh, my God. He looks like a mannequin.
1: He's so ready for New Year's. I was so happy for him. He's so ready to cut a rug for New Year's. Oh, man. here <laughs> he
0: was. He was t- like, that was his night. We got through the holidays. That's what that was going to be. Charlie's going through the big bags, taking them off the train. He goes up the ladder to the construction area. There are a bunch of cops on horses in the park near it. So he climbs back down. He starts throwing a fit. Plan is foiled. When he gets back on the train,
3: John is there. How did Charlie manage to miss a motorcycle ride by train? (laughs) That is a phenomenal question. Because that is going to be
0: even louder than normal because they're in a fucking tunnel. Tunnel. Yes Cops are closing in So they gotta put the train Back in motion Blake contacts the train And Charlie gets on the speaker Does an effeminate voice And says he'll
3: get his cut To the person Or persons on board The money train This is Donald Patterson
1: Shut it down And surrender Don't don't, don't do that Don't do that Before you wind up Donald Don't worry The robbery's going great And I'll I'll still give you Your cut
2: partner Toodles
3: Listen to me You sons of bitches I don't know who you are but I will get my hands on you, and I will rip a hole in your throat, suck your heart out, and eat it.
2: Now, I don't appreciate that tone of voice. It sounds uh, kind of murderous, this guy. I mean, my God. He has an anger problem. Yes, he does. I mean, he goes zero to 100 so fast. He's also got a strange understanding of anatomy. He does,
0: he does a very strange understanding. John says to bleed the brakes so they can't trip them and stop them. Tripping the brakes doesn't work because of it, and so now Blake is going to put shooters on platforms, and he wants the construction barricade to stop them. Wow, that
2: train is unstoppable! Oh, God. it's a runaway train. Yeah. Oh, right. Uh, by the
3: way, how is that a feature on on a on a train? By the way, just being able to just bleed the brakes like that—how's that a feature? Is there like a button for that? Granted, not an engineer, I don't think that
1: works. You never know.
0: What do you mean? You never know. You, you might never know. It. You know? <laughs> At this speed, speed, it's gonna kill them to hit that barricade. Blake updates them with the barricade news and forces them to shut it down and turn themselves in or die. Cops swarm the area. He
1: That's- says that, and Woody says he can't be serious. He said, "Woody, the opening scene—he tried to run you guys over just to get right? the train in on time. Yeah, <laughs> not even like because someone was trying to steal his money.
2: Yeah, he's a killer." Yeah, yeah, he's, he's a racist killer. He doesn't care. This barricade does not look big or strong enough to do the job.
1: The barricade is getting set up. The cops are getting into position. They're like, come on, let's go. And one of the cops says, come on, shake your ass. And I, I was like, what are we doing here?
2: Watch yourself.
3: Now I don't have time to be dancing.
1: Oh, i got to
3: set this thing up here. They brace themselves
0: behind some barriers in the train. Cops unload on the train, and the train powers through the the barrier like it's nothing. And I wrote, this can't be science either.
2: You're not going to believe this. The money train broke right through the barricade.
0: Grace is on her way. She's excited that the news
2: that it broke because she's listening to the scanner. Then instead of
0: clearing the track uh, of other trains, Blake wants to keep these trains on the tracks. He tells the operator to bypass all stops. The money train is barreling down on it. The operator
1: is none other than Radio Rahim. Bill and yes. yes. Bill none. Also, why does it matter if they bypass the stops or not? It's a train. It's not like they can drive it to Mexico. Wait, does
3: the last stop in this situation, isn't
0: it? Yes. Command center guys asked Blake, what if the money train can't stop? People will die. And I wrote, he's kind of acting his ass off here. I believe he's concerned.
1: Beretta says, that's what we live with. And I wrote, Beretta, definitely an anti-masker. <laughs>
3: for sure. John
0: That's says so the money of
3: mask in prison right now. John says the money stays. says
0: today is Charlie the winner. He's going to get this money. Charlie says get out of his face. John says he put him in his face which is inaccurate because John put himself on the train. That's true. He's got to take responsibility there. He steps on the bag. Charlie charges him. The door opens for some reason. <laughs> Charlie almost <laughs> knocks John off the train then saves him right before his head would have been taken off. Now they're all good and happy. And the music changes. <laughs> <laughs> <Bloody train.
2: laughs> we had to have one more fight on the speeding train with the stakes of them possibly falling out. It's like, come on, guys. Bloody train rams the train
0: in front of it, rams it again. Passengers falling all over the place. Charlie and John can't stop their train. Grace is headed to the Fort Hamilton station. John suggests throwing it into reverse. The train's going to have a heart attack and flip. Oh, Charlie okay. says he wants John to just jump. John says, we're in this together. Charlie grabs a pole, sets it up to throw the train to reverse. Next time it hits the train in front of them. They call him MacGyver? <laughs> they climb outside the train and onto the top of it. Blake shows up to the station. The train's two minutes out. Charlie starts to fall. John saves them this time. They go to the front of the train. As it hits and throws into reverse, they jump to the train in front of them.
2: Which I just wrote, motherfucker, what? So white men can jump. <laughs>
3: I mean, it's almost like... Uh, oh, jeez! I mean, it's almost like Mission Impossible one there. right? Tom Cruise had an explosion at his back that kind of helped him. Exactly. <laughs> you don't have that at all. That science, I believe.
0: The money train goes barreling through so many support beams. Cops are swarming the train. Blake gasped. They're dead. There's nobody there. John and Charlie walk amongst the crowd. They walk up to Blake. What are you two bags of shit doing here? You ain't even cops no more. Even as soon as they heard on the scanner. Blake asks, how does your cock work now that you ain't got a badge no more? And then he spits
3: in John's face. Oh, my good God. Yo. Oh. Oh.
1: You know, in the first scene, Wesley tells Woody, you can't hit him. Why not? Because I'm going to hit him. And then he hits a guy. And the second time they do it, Woody does it to Wesley. He says, you can't hit him. Why not? Why? Because I'm going to hit him. And he hits him. They set this up, and I'm like, how are they going to do this now? And they both hit him. And
3: I- <laughs> I'm sorry, I No, mean, no, 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 no. I just got spat in the face by this guy. No, no. A double hit's not going to cut it. I'm
1: sorry. But I um, just, I, I I, love the synergy. They both knew where to go with this.
2: They're the Transit twins. Yeah, the brothers. <laughs> He flies like eight feet when they punch him. I mean, he is a small man. Yes, he is. Two punches, you know, that that would do it. He screams, arrest them, but Grace puts Blake under arrest, but doesn't read him as
0: Miranda rights. She's a terrible cop. And then they fist pump. (laughs) I'm sure Patterson knows his Miranda rights. (laughs) John feels that Charlie has a bag of money in his jacket. He says he knew John would overreact. They walk away arguing as Shaggy plays again. With yes. confetti dropping, Roll credits as Charlie is just wildly brandishing money
2: out in the open. So they're walking into the sunset, which is a billboard for the Hilton Hawaiian Village. This is the second consecutive movie that ends with the characters literally going into the sunset. Oh, yeah. Arnold did that. Also, when they come out of the subway station, they're going, we did it. And this is before... Wesley knows that Woody had the money. What did they do? What did they, this was not the plan.
1: They got away with it. That was the, yeah. it was Like, how do you get out of this without getting caught? And they did, regardless of having the money or not. Wesley's thing was like, I don't want you to go to jail. So I'm cool with that. My question is, how do you guys feel about movies that end with banter that slowly fades out? They're walking away and they just banter off into the Ugh, I'm conflicted
0: because I like it, but I want to keep hearing the banter.
1: I struggle. Yeah. I, I like to try to listen real well. Like, wait, what are they saying? And sometimes the captions just say inaudible. But I can make out words. So it's like, it's not inaudible. You guys just got lazy.
3: Yeah, you're just lazy.
1: Yeah. How many movies
3: do you know that starts and then ends with the same commercial song? Because that's what happened here. That's a great question. I do feel like, did Deuce Bigelow? European Gigolo do that? <laughs> I kind of avoided that one. Though. <laughs> I just Uh, went by you. I just went by you guys. Open that was it. (laughs) I
0: just want to stress for
3: all the listeners: there are many listeners
0: that do not watch any of the movies and enjoy this podcast quite a bit. So if you don't want to suffer with us, you
3: don't have to. Now, keep in mind though, you guys did last week. Last Action Hero. I loved that movie as a kid, so I, I knew. And I'm halfway through the podcast before we got started recording today. I thought it was a good movie.
1: Roy, I'm, I'm gonna say never. this. This is I'm not spoiler alert from the pod, but I said this. I said, it's a better movie now that we have distance from those action movies of the 80s and early 90s. At the time it was too close. Now, because we all kind of look at those movies, kind of half laughing at them versus with them, that movie's actually pretty genius. Yeah. You look back
3: at that movie and what it was trying to say, and now we understand, like, hey, wow. This movie is actually smarter than what it was back then. Uh,
1: what about this, Money Train?
3: Well. <laughs>
1: <laughs> With its
0: guitar. <laughs> this boasts having one of the longest sets ever constructed for a film at over 3,000 feet long, 20 feet high, and four railway tracks wide. This set was roughly the same size as two Empire State buildings lying side by side. original plan was to film in the real New York City subway,
2: but the logistics proved to be too problematic.
1: They could have just gave up and said, all right, we're not going to make this movie.
2: (laughs) Twelve New York City subway cars were shipped over to Los Angeles to the film set. They were converted to run on propane so that the rails on the film set did not need to be electrified, which would be a potential health hazard for all of the crew. The movie was developed by Tony Scott. Oh, Ah, Tony Scott.
1: The better Scott. The wrong boy died. Shout out to... What?
2: Why did any of them have to die?
1: <laughs> oh, I'm just saying, that's a, that's a quote from Walk Hard. <laughs> Remember, like, Dewey Cox's dad always tells him.
2: The wrong
0: kid died. The wrong kid died, yeah. Uh, Scott so, left the project and was replaced by Joseph Rubin, who then fired Doug Richardson, the original screenwriter, and the script oh, be Damn. Nice. The sex scene between Wesley Snipes and Jennifer Lopez was not in the original script. It was added after filming had begun.
1: I Somebody you made it was. repressed.
0: uh cameron diaz and katherine zeta jones auditioned for the role of grace santiago
1: wow she beat out two pretty stalwart actresses
2: yeah robert blake claims that his first meeting with producer john peters consisted of peters wrestling blake to the ground at the premiere blake said peters told him he wrestled with blake to see if blake would lose his temper i'm sure he did in
3: fact, no, I'm I, sure they lost his temper and started the wrestling match.
1: What, what <laughs> I know, what I know about him is that he's a pretty even-keeled guy. I would never flip out over the minimal thing and escalate to a level of violence probably not necessitated by the situation.
3: Oh no, Even, it doesn't sound like him at all.
1: Even-keeled guy. <laughs> Too doing?
0: And then Maze's favorite thing to mention now, average median shot length is 4.2 seconds. That's pretty good. good. That's pretty good. just don't believe. Longer than the fan. No Tony Medley, obviously, because it's 1995. But we can get to the golden dumpsters, Maze. Well, I mainly eat out of a dumpster.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I should try that. I need some new dresses. Don't. (laughs) Or
3: if you do, stay away from the one in Ocean and Wilshire. That's mine.
2: (laughs) Seriously. Stay out of it. Golden Dumpster nominees, Robert Blake as Chief Patterson, The Return of Banter, Stay Black Man, that scene at the bar, the mugging scene where they turn on each other, the old woman that pickpockets Woody, Wesley starting a fire by hitting gasoline with a metal pipe, and then Wesley's roundhouse kick of Mr. Brown. Yeah, I'm going to go off the board
3: here. Uh, My Golden Dumpster on the negative side is Woody Harrelson's hair.
2: It was a mess. Woody's Harrison. Wow. Yeah, Woody's oh, Harrison.
3: Oh, Woody's right. Harrison. <laughs> yeah.
2: All
1: right.
0: I mean, is that train gone by yet? You got a golden dumpster. Yeah,
1: my golden dumpster is Woody Harrison getting his ass kicked. Sadly, going over to, to Wesley's house. You know, for sympathy. <laughs> Looks in the window. Sees that, <laughs> sees that Woody Wesley has just smashed Jennifer Lopez. And my quote: a boy, my man." After, by the way possibly drinking some
3: sour orange juice oh he yeah a face after that. oh i think that was because of the cut on his lip oh the acid got I, think yeah, yes. I think that's what yes. it was
0: yeah i think that's what it was because he does that with the alcohol later too well he's <laughs> acting his ass off then he's he is acting his ass off in this
2: scene maze what's your golden dumpster my golden dumpster is robert blake i would never seen this man act before, and I knew I recognized his name, and that's when I realized that he was a murderer. (laughs) His lines were utterly ridiculous, and it was compounded by his extremely strange delivery. He's a golden dumpster.
0: I think I got to go, you're not going to hit him. Why? Because I'm going to hit him. It's executed three times flawlessly in that
2: movie.
1: Yes. Every time a little bit better than the last. Yes. (laughs) Let's
0: get to phobe or file. I mean, you picked it, motherfucker. So phobe or file, money
1: train. I loved this movie in high school. I mean, this like I said, we walked around quoting it for, for weeks afterward. It was, it, you know, every time I see Woody Harrelson and Wesley Snipes, I get really a happy feeling. It, it didn't disappoint in high school. As a grown man now, it drags considerably. And they spend so much time on things that are not to do with the heist, you know, like the love triangle stuff and the, the torch and just general shenanigans between Wesley and Woody. I'm going to file it, but it is by the slimmest of margins. I mean, if the banter, if the chemistry weren't good, if they were two different actors who were good actors but just didn't have the same kind of chemistry, I could have easily fold this movie just because... It dragged so long, but because they made it work, it just barely crosses the line for me.
3: Roy, File. I'm going to foul this one, and I'm going to foul it solely based on the fact that I knew I was going to come on here, and I wanted to light Robert Blake's ass up so bad. (laughs) So that's why I'm fouling this movie. Like the torch? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly.
2: Swearing your scent. Maze, file. I agree with a lot of what Amin said the banter and the chemistry between Woody and Wesley is the best part of the movie. It carries the movie. This isn't really a heist movie because they kind of half-assed end up doing the heist (laughs) like two thirds of the way through. There's the terrible plot with JLo. The torch could have been a good villain, but he's just out there randomly committing crimes. Like he doesn't even care about money or has seemed to have a point. Mr. Brown's plot was awful. I'm gonna phobic. I got bored. What? Wow. 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 That's shocking. Uh, that's a
3: shocking
0: situation right there. Look, I think I think a lot of people go into this looking for the same banter and chemistry that you got in White Men Can't Jump. And I don't think that's totally fair. It's like when we criticize or we saw people criticizing a million ways to die in the West. By saying it's no blazing saddles. I think the movie is the movie and that and that's what it should be. It drags a little bit. It could have cut a couple of those chases down, but again, they built a, a two empire state building long uh, set. So so I I think that they just wanted to make sure that they got their money's worth with that. But this is a this is a strong file for me. Like, this is a great action movie. It's a quintessential Wesley Snipes movie. It's fantastic with the two of them. There's good action. There's good fighting. Great hand-to-hand combat. There's a weird love triangle going on. Robert Blake is just fucking bizarre in this movie. And I I could not file this easier. It was a file in 1995. It was a file before I started the movie yesterday. It's a file today. Wow. Three out of four, everybody. Three out of four. Yeah. I can't believe you, Maze.
1: No, M- Maze, you know what Maze is doing.
0: Wait, didn't you just...
1: Uh, never mind.
0: <laughs> <laughs> never mind. Roy, thank you yes. so much for, one, being on the pod, but two, supporting the podcast. Oh, yes,
3: absolutely. Well, you know, I listen to every episode. I'm ha- again, I'm halfway through the last Action Hero uh, episode right now, and I am looking forward to the finish. That I love that movie. I'm looking to Looking forward to hearing what you guys have to say about it.
0: File from Roy right there. That's going to do it for this week. Cinepho, make sure you check out the Levitard show. They got the local hour, the big suey, the two hours on radio, and, of course, the postgame show, plus the Levitard show and Friends Network. That's got a bunch of great podcasts, including Stupidity and Mystery Crate. Make sure you're supporting them and downloading and reviewing and all that stuff. Leave a review. If you made it this far on the pod, leave a damn review for the podcast. God damn it. God damn it! <laughs> What's wrong with you? Leave we'll a review. It, like, it takes
3: like two minutes at the most. Get it done. Get it done. Get it done, man. done. Yeah,
0: it's just—it's ridiculous at this point. Leave a review, and you know you can always uh, hit us up on Twitter about a future cinephobe pick. Yeah, don't be a hater. Exactly. Don't be. A hater. Yeah. Don't be a Tony Medley.
1: Next time we make love, you introduce me to Jade.
0: pick next yes yeah. gotta do it we gotta keep this money going right we're going money plane
3: Whoa! Oh,
0: money no! plane yeah oh my god i haven't seen it i've been waiting for for us to do it i i was a little worried for a while that it was gonna not qualify uh by the way we might want to get jujitsu in soon because that thing's climbing a little bit but money plane with kelsey grammar and like a wrestler i think edge adam coleman <laughs> right so uh yeah we're gonna do money playing next week and keep this money vehicle going
3: don't worry i mean 82 minutes
1: oh
0: thank god
3: you're welcome <laughs> by the way i'm a part of rental wars now i have to rent uh money train
2: mm. you don't <laughs> have stars either stars oh i don't have stars stars if you're out there come on sponsor cinephobe
1: they should sponsor us for real
2: yeah they really should these motherfuckers. all your movies are cinephobe eligible why is that <laughs> it should just be cinephobe presented by stars